This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. to the chief, and the chief is Joe Biden, and oh boy, his approval ratings have hit an all-time low right in the middle of this Ukraine-Russia crisis, so what do we mean by all-time low? You don't get to the 30-somethings very often, but this new polling from the Washington Post and ABC News found that just 37% of Americans approve of Joe Biden, the job that he is doing. That's a new low for the president. A little more than one year plus into the office. A majority of adults, 55%, in fact, say they disapprove of Biden's job performance. This is in front of his State of the Union address while the world watches what's going on in the Ukraine and the tanks that are rolling up on Kiev, the capital city in the Ukraine, and what's happening with the people who are fleeing. My name is Kate Delaney. Thanks so much for joining us here on this show. So let's talk about our prez for a second here. It looked like Biden was going to have that uh, rare, very rare these days, bipartisan support because most of those on the Hill largely condemned Vladimir Putin's attack on the Ukraine and supported U.S. sanctions against Russia. But there was some backlash last week from several congressional leaders for not going far enough on sanctions immediately. So not waiting, doing it immediately after Moscow launched that full-scale invasion on the eastern European neighbor's doorstep, the Ukraine. So there were Republicans who criticized the timing of sanctions on Russia's financial institutions and wealthy elites, including Biden's decision to join European allies and sanctioning Putin directly as just too late. And others are criticizing him for not targeting Russia's oil and gas supplies, although that is happening thanks to BP and Shell and um, some others. So where are we at when it comes to the Ukraine? I think the big thing that's being talked about so much, because we're seeing the satellite images of it, whatever search engine you have, you can go and you can see the same pictures that we've all been seeing, the 40-mile-long Russian military convoy that is right there around Kiev. And so what does that uh, mean, that it is massive and it is just closing in on that uh, capital? At least 400-plus people have, civilians, have been reported hurt or killed in the Ukraine. Many are just trying to escape. There's been waves of people, luckily, that have been able to get out. And there are a lot of people that are helping them at border crossings, thank goodness, with a place to stay, including Airbnb that has temporary housing for many, uh, or 
cots in a gym or whatever it might be, warm meals and clothes because people fled with just the clothes on their back and children in their arms or holding their hands or whatnot and trying to uh, make the great escape. But we're looking at what happened with the bombardment. It's, you know, early in the morning in Kiev right now. That's the brilliance of this show not being repeated. So what is happening as you're listening to me, and even if you listen to this at some point later in the day, you've got a residential area in the second largest city that has been hit with rockets and at least nine people um, dead there. And they're intensifying. Russia is the there, is intensifying is uh, intensifying their assault on the capital because if Kiev falls, I mean, really, so goes the Ukraine most likely. So this is a sixth day of Russia's invasion, and those that convoy that stretches from the Antonov Air Base, which is about 17 miles from the center of Kiev, to an area just near the Belarus border is what is particularly frightening. And the fact that um, now there's these war crime accusations, the Ukrainian president Zelensky accused Russia of war crimes for bombing uh, one of the second biggest cities there. He said that in five days, 56 missile strikes and 113 cruise missiles were launched into the Ukraine by Russian forces. He also said on Monday that Russian forces brutally fired jet artillery, and it clearly was a war crime. He's called for a complete closure of the sky for Russian aircraft and missiles. Do you think that will hold up? So the casualties and the the killings in the last couple of days is really tagged at about 406 people that have been hurt or killed 102 within the past few days, but more than half a million refugees have fled the Ukraine. And the good news there is there's so much help on the other side, thank goodness, with people around the world that are trying to do whatever they can to donate uh, clothes that they hope will get there or money or whatever it might be, as the people are really stuck when they come across the borders because they have really nothing uh, with them. And then the sanctions that are now biting the accusations that they weren't strong enough in the beginning, I I agree. It just seemed like we were kind of stepping into it, hoping that Russia would back off, and that didn't happen. So Russia is scrambling because they've got a financial meltdown on their hands. The economy was slammed by crushing Western sanctions. People are lining up and uh, trying to get their rubles, which have tanked, out of the bank, the ATM machines, empty all over the place. Putin held crisis talks with his top economic advisors, supposedly, after the ruble did really bounce to a record low against the U.S. uh, dollar. So we're seeing that sporting bodies are punishing Russia, FIFA, and the EUFA have banned Russian national football teams and clubs from competition. And World Rugby suspended Russia and Belarus from all international rugby and cross-border club activities, of which there were a lot of them. The International Tennis Federation said it's not going to hold any events in Belarus this year. Normally, they do that. And that brings in fans and brings in money, more importantly. So that's um, some more of what's being heaped on the Russians. Shell and BP, who had many joint deals with Russia, are pulling out of all of those deals. And that is certainly affecting Russia 
their bottom line as well as those two companies who are losing billions but they say that they cannot watch the deplorable acts and continue to do business uh, in russia and with vladimir putin with the kind of things that are, are going on so you know this is what we're looking at at this point you know there's been stiffer than expected ukrainian resistance and Russia's own logistical missteps have really kind of messed up Russia's advance, thank goodness. And that's given us a little bit of optimism. But with the intelligence we do have, I mentioned that big convoy, that's not good. And of course, Russia will regroup, and it looks like they have, and figure out a way around what has initially happened. A so-called second wave is going to be much different. So I think uh, this next day is going to be tough and very, very frustrating. And I fear the worst is probably yet to come for Kiev at this point. Stay with us. A conversation with a very interesting author on the flip side. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Pouty Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. 
Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. joins us now. She's in our virtual green room. I want you to hear the title of her book that really just grabbed me. Scatter Seeds of Kindness, Poems and Short Stories About Life, Love, and Things That Shape Our Souls. Oh, Things That Shape Our Souls really, really, really stuck with me. So beautiful title and such incredible words by Kristen Block. So we're very happy to have her with us. Hey, Kristen, how are you? I'm doing great, Kate. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am happy to have you, and I want to make sure that everybody knows, when you look her up and you go to get her book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, it's K.A. Block, K.A. Block. So tell me about your road to poetry in the first place. So I had started writing when I was very young. I mean, we're talking like five, six years old. I realized um, very early on that like my family would always interrupt me when I would speak. <laughs> but if I wrote something down and I came to them and I said, I have something to read to you, then I had their attention and everybody would listen. So I learned very early on to start to put my words on paper and I could get people's attention that way. So from there, I just, you know, discovered that I kind of had this talent for writing poems and I would sit my family down every couple of nights and be like, hey, this is my newest poem. And that just continued on throughout my life, Um, you know, as I got a little bit more life experience. The poems got a little bit more personal, you know, dealing with like my father's death and, you know, just different experiences that I had had. And then I kind of put that book away and I forgot about it. And last year during the, or 2020 during the COVID lockdown, I found this book of um, poems when I was going through a drawer, you know, trying to find a project to keep myself busy. And I found all these poems and I thought, some of these are, you know, pretty good. Maybe I should do something with these. And I started to type them up, and then from there decided to put them out into a book, which was my first book uh, that I released in 2020 called Walk Through a Field of Flowers. And in that book, I had um, listed out the inspiration and the motivation. I kind of just did a little introduction for each poem. Because poetry can be so interpretive that I felt like maybe people might want to hear my thoughts behind the inspiration. And I got a lot of feedback from people that they really enjoyed reading, like, my thoughts and my inspiration. You know, why did I write this poem? And uh, then I, you know, I kind of took a long hiatus from writing, and then I started writing again last year and came up with the poems for this new book and decided to follow that same format of putting down my thoughts, my inspiration behind each poem, and started to see this resounding um, theme of kindness that kept emerging almost in every poem that I was writing. And 
therefore the title was born. Um, and I, you know, I tried not to come across in a preachy way, like, you know, I list my own struggles with being kind sometimes where I write, you know, I could have been a little more kind in this situation or trying to just, you know, um, remind people to kind of give a little bit of leeway and a little bit of kindness, um, you know, as we go through this life. <laughs> Boy, no kidding. And that is a great reminder. So Scatter Seeds of Kindness, I mean, that's, you've, you've got a, a poem, Scatter Seeds of Kindness. Could Would you be gracious enough to do that for us? I sure would, yeah. Actually, this poem is, I broke it down into two parts. So I broke it down into a little bit of an introduction, and then uh, I carried that through the very ending of the book. So at the very end of the book is the last uh, four verses. So um, I'll just go ahead and do the, um, the introduction part, if, um, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. So this is called uh, Scatter Seeds of Kindness. Um, scatter seeds of kindness wherever you may go. Reach deep inside your heart and scatter them to and fro. Scatter seeds of kindness and bring a few to share. You never know when you'll find a chance to show someone you care. Scatter seeds of kindness and watch them as they bloom. A little good can go a long way to chase away the gloom. Someone may be hurting and you can plant the seed. A kind word or a smile may be exactly what they need. Scatter seeds of kindness and hope others do the same. A candle loses nothing when it shares its glowing flame. Wow. And that was I love part it. one. Thank you. And you and part then, two. Yeah. I do have part two. So that's just a uh, brief um, ending to the poem, and that just says, Get a piece of kindness wherever you may go. You never know what you may take root or what magic they might grow. Walk through a field of flowers and scatter them with a shake. You never know whose life you'll touch by the seeds left in your wake. Nice. That's a big hashtag there that I hope everybody um, pays attention to. Seriously, it is. And, uh, of course, we're speaking with K.A. Block. That's her pen name that you can find this book, Scatter Seeds of Kindness, Poems, and Short Stories About Life, Love, and the Things That Shape Our Souls. So you talk about these themes, life, love, and the things that shape our souls. What shapes our souls to you the most? All those things that, that I just mentioned in the title? And maybe one of the, the main points of this book is is being kind to people. I think when we're kind, when we put out that energy, it comes back to us. And in the very um, last verse of the part one of that poem that I just read, I mentioned about how a candle loses nothing when it shares its glowing flame. And that comes from a meme that I saw where, you know, it was like a candle loses nothing when it lights another candle. And that really stuck with me. And that's why I wanted to kind of incorporate it into um, one of my poems. And I was able to do it here. And I think that when we give the best parts of ourselves to others, it, it not only is contagious and hopefully they'll pay it forward, but I think it helps us too. And it helps us to, you know, it, to feel good inside and to build our soul a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I like that. What do you hope, and you're saying it in what we're talking about, but what do you hope people take away from reading this book or any of your, your other books? I hope that people remember, and, and this is something that I do touch on in many of my poems, um, that uh, everybody is struggling with something, right? Everybody has something that they're dealing with. Uh, sometimes we can see it all over their face. You know, it's a physical pain, and we know that they're hurting. Other times, they have a great big smile on their face, but they're dealing with something that we're not aware of, maybe a sick child, a sick parent, their own illness, you know, various things. And maybe just instead of, you know, and, and I, I say this as a reminder to myself, too, to 
be patient with people, especially nowadays. There's so many worker shortages, and, you know, we get mad because we have to wait in line for five minutes at a store. But uh-huh. if the people that, you know, didn't come to work that day, we'd have to wait 15 or 20 minutes. So don't take it out on those people. They're there doing the best that they can. And, you know, just maybe if we can all practice a little more kindness, especially these days, a little bit more patience with each other. I think, you know, that could go a long way in somebody's day. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful conversation. Again, K.A. Block, you can pick up this book or any of her books on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, as I've mentioned several times. Thank you, K.A. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It was a great pleasure. All right. uh, Patience. Wow. She talked about patience there. And I think patience is really tough for most people these days. I'm glad that she mentioned that. It is so true because still wherever you go, you see that often there are signs up help wanted please be patient we're doing what we can uh we're short staffed i've seen the short staff sign almost i mean honestly in most businesses that i've gone in a couple exceptions i've seen that sign still i'm seeing that because a lot of people it was the great exodus a lot of people or resignation as some people call it, a lot of uh, people did not go back to the jobs that they had before especially in the service industry whether it's you know whether we're talking about restaurants or hotels or whatever and that made it tougher you walk into uh hotels and there aren't Usually when you have a desk and you've got three or four different places and you have people flying in or coming into hotels, a lot of times that could, used to be pretty quick and swift, and now it's it's not. And it is about patience, right? Because it's not the people that are on the front line. How is it their fault? They're just trying to plug the gaps and do what they uh, can. It is a good <laughs> reminder. And if yeah, it's true. If you're kinder to those people, you're it's going to be better all the way around, right? <laughs> Than being nasty because they're the first line of defense, and it's not their fault. And they do though have the power to put you in a better room or get you in as soon as possible. And if you throw down the nasty, yeah, that's probably not, uh, you know, not going to happen. It's not going to happen for you. All right. uh, The world, of course, I keep mentioning this, but the world's focused on the Ukraine. And so many Ukrainian families live in the United States, in Philadelphia, in Chicago, in New York, in many parts around the country. And uh, this has caused people to, you know, gasp in disbelief with what's happening and being concerned. I don't understand so much the disbelief because I, I thought, you know, listen, this is so inevitable, isn't it? I mean, it's inevitable that he's going. this is going to happen. Diplomacy is not working. And, you know, what we have happening right now is 70, because this is day, this is daytime in the Ukraine, 70 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed in a Russian artillery strike. That just happened a very short time ago. So there are some destroyed buildings. Uh, that's the word that we have right now. A city very close to Kiev is getting attacked. Wow. Alright, stay with us. More coming your way next. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800 800- 
284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. According to a recent poll by Monmouth University, illegal immigration is the number one concern among voters. The survey found a significant number of voters perceive the issue as highly problematic. Across party lines, 8 in 10 Americans view illegal immigration as at least somewhat serious. As lawmakers rush to avert a partial government shutdown, border funding and aid to Ukraine have emerged as significant hurdles. House Speaker Mike Johnson underscored that border security remains the primary focus for Republicans, prioritizing it over any spending measures related to Ukraine or Israel. In February, consumer confidence dropped. The Consumer Confidence Index, as reported by the Conference Board, dropped by nearly four points following three consecutive months of improvement. The board's chief economist attributed the decline in February to persistent uncertainty surrounding the U.S. economy. John Schaefer, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com.
Nelson Folks to the show. Wow, what a background he has. He's a retired lieutenant colonel who served 20 years in the United States Army Medical Service Corps. After military retirement, he completed two additional careers in health care. When I talked to him off the air, I thought, boy, my head is spinning with the things that he's done and the people that he's helped in his career. And then I find out, too, that he was an avid cyclist for 30 years. So he was in all kinds of events in the United States and international locations. Think about this cycling in Jamaica, uh, Mexico, just to name a few places. He's got a master's degree in biochemistry and public administration, as well as professional certificates and all kinds of amazing things. And he has written a book that could change your life, Overcoming Adversity, Resetting Goals. Nelson, thanks for joining us. Thank you. So why did you write the book? What made you decide, you know what, I'm going to write this book? I wrote this book because of my uh, transcendent living style. I wanted to leave share my journey with my grandchildren, and we, we saw them very infrequently. So I started writing things down to remember so that they could see that. And after I started, I sent a man, I real brief manuscript to a self-publisher, and the editor looked at it and said, wow, I think you got something here, Nelson. Why don't you continue writing? So over a period of five years, I continued to write it and included some lifestyle issues in the book as well as um, an autobiography of my life. And, that's, and we ended up uh, publishing in 2018. The third edition is coming out uh, the first part of May, I'm sorry, first part of March would be the third edition of the book. Wow, congratulations on all of that. One of the things that you talked about, and I mentioned some of the different things that you've done in your life, very varied, is at the very top of it is your military career. And actually, you had an interesting um, twist in how I think you helped other people and what happened to earn the rank that you earned before you retired. So explain what happened in the military and how you were held back and, and what it took to get that title that you deserved. First, how I got in the military was through ROTC uh, at college. I had a two-year obligation to serve on active duty. I was reserve and a reserve officer. I went to graduate school and planned to become a chemist, but uh, that didn't work out. So I decided I would re- go on active duty and serve my two years. I served seventeen years, seventeen and a half years on active duty as a reserve officer. When I came up for promotion for lieutenant colonel, I went up three times, and at the third time, if you don't make it, you automatically discharge if you're a reserve officer. So I was discharged in 1975. I didn't know what to do. I was scared, upset, and my friends and family gave me some advice. So I filed a lawsuit in 1976 against the military reserve, Army Reserve Military Promotion Board. 1979, I joined a uh, class action group with other affected officers. In 1980, we prevailed, and the court ruled that the Reserve Officer Promotion Board for Lieutenant Colonel was invalid. They reinstated us all back to active duty, except at that time I had passed my scheduled retirement date, which was 1978. So I was able to retire as a lieutenant colonel and retrieve all my retirement benefits, which was a blessing. Yeah, boy, no kidding. Um, 
going through that process had to be tough, though. Was it hard dealing with that and getting people to be on board with it in the beginning? It was it was just myself filing against the uh, the promotion board. But when I found out two years later there were other effective offices, then we shared information and became part of a class action suit. We hired a law firm out of Baltimore, Maryland, who was very, very good. And he took five years. He took a while to get to the court. And then once the court made a ruling, they did not give us any relief. So we had to go back to court and get relief. So we got relief by 1982 and uh, was able to retire. For those who needed to retire, those who had passed their retirement date, of course, uh, I mean, passed their retirement date and were retired. Yeah, wow. Um, So you do that and then all the things in between that happened as well. And on the fun side, the cycling, how'd you get into cycling? I got into cycling, actually, part of my my family relationship with children in 19, and when we lived in, the first time we lived in, in San Francisco, the children were cycling, so I did a little cycling there. But when I moved to Fresno after I was out of the military, I got into cycling and got into a cycling club and started cycling for charity events. And I continued that. So when I moved to Southern California, I joined a, a well-known Riverside Bicycle Club and started cycling with the club and continued to enter into um, events, uh, cycling, for example, from from uh, Riverside to San Diego, uh, cycling throughout California, uh, all parts of California. Uh, one year, I decided to go to the East Coast doing the change in seasons for for the leaves. And I went there and cycled for about a, about a three-day cycling event uh, in that part of the country and was able to enjoy, enjoy the change in leaf colors because we don't get much of that here in California. <laughs> yeah, I bet not, definitely. So your book, Overcoming Adversity, Resetting Goals, tell us something that we'll find out in the book about resetting goals. How can we do that? We can do that by, first of all, uh, not allowing our circumstances to find our worth. And if we have a goal... We, we should pursue that at all costs, do whatever it takes. And I was able to use some a tool, a toolkit that included, I was very tenacious, I was using a toolkit that, that propelled me to do whatever I needed to do to accomplish my goal. And that helped you do the thing, things that you did, right? Because you had the toolkit that you could go to, like, okay, that, that this is tool, what I need to do. the toolkit, yes. Self, yeah. Self-confidence. Faith and Pope obviously were very important in my life because I came from a religious background, and some people may believe in that, some may not, but it was very helpful to me. Yeah. Wow. And the key thing is that you said there is do not allow circumstances to define your worth, right? Yes. And in your toolkit, you've got tenacity and self-reliance and optimism and adaptability, which you showed in even the stories you just told us, perseverance. How much did perseverance play a role in your life? It was a key ingredient because as I went through different, uh, trying to accomplish things and went through different rejections and barriers and things of that nature, then I had to sometimes pursue different alternate pathways to get to my goal. I couldn't always go and get there 
on, on the path that I have first chosen. So being flexible, being adaptable to change uh, your, your direction, find alternate ways to get to, get to where you're going, I found very important. Yeah, and also, too, for you, and you talk about it, don't let where your circumstances are define who you are. And you, you're very candid about your background and what happened in your background and some of the things that you had to, to deal with. You talked about being a soldier from uh, 58 to 75, and you, you talk about um, dealing with discrimination and, and how you had to, to deal with that and, and ultimately what happened uh, there and, and then people that also helped you through and even if, if, as a child talking about never being certain of your father's identity and in the deep south that had to be um a source of something you know consternation to you i would think as a child uh yes it, it was because i didn't um uh, as, as a child as a toddler i didn't even know i had siblings i didn't know that until i was, I was age 10 Wow. I was meet my siblings for the first time, and so it looks like I'm a stranger to them. Where's this guy coming from? <laughs> <laughs> but then later, it all worked out, right? <laughs> it worked out, but except I didn't spend much time with them. I lived in Chattanooga for about eight years as a teenager with the family. Then I left and went to Cleveland so I could start finding a way to get to college. And I ended up at Central State uh, University in Wilberforce. Yeah. And, and it seems like, for sure, education played a big role in your life, as it does for many people, and it can open up doors, right? It, it did. And, I, and one of the things that put, that motivated me is that in my high school yearbook, I said, um, expand your horizon, live in a larger world, something like that. That was my comment in my yearbook. And so I was... I was Say, okay, the way to do that is through education and travel. So I also got into travel business with my wife in 19, uh, 2009, and that gave me an opportunity to go to some of the foreign countries and other continents. Yeah. What was the best place you ever went? The most exciting um, Paris, and we didn't get to Paris. We got to, we got to uh, Monte Carlo. Mm. We, we didn't get to Paris, but the, the most exciting cruise that we had was a 19-day uh, Atlantic cross-Atlantic cruise to Denmark, and that was that was on water for three days before we saw any land. So that was an opportunity to read a lot of books. <laughs> well, that's that's terrific because you wrote a really good one too, by the way. Overcoming adversity, resetting goals. Nelson Foltz, you can get it Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. 
Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack. Focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. As we head for the exits, a couple of odds and ends for you, recapping really what is the big story, of course, Ukraine and what Russia's doing, the large Russian military convoy that hit the outskirts of Kiev and how the battle back from the Ukrainians is simply amazing to, to watch and how people are reacting to this. For example, GM has stopped businesses too. GM has stopped exporting cars to Russia. Uh, so that's just one story in a litany of of companies that have done things like cutting off business period with Russia. They announced on Friday that no more exports to the country, which is invading the Ukraine. And uh, it's not going to be terribly costly to GM. They only sell about 3,000 cars or SUVs or whatever in Russia a year through 16 different dealer locations uh, there. But, you know, that's out of a country of whatever it turns out to be, 6 million or whatever. 
whatever. But again, it's the fact that they're doing it. And then the UK oil companies have abandoned uh, Putin too. So Shell is getting out of Russia and they're ditching their joint vet ventures with Russia, including their involvement with Nord Stream 2, that natural gas pipeline that we've talked about that would go to uh, Europe. The UK-based oil company said they're going to dump 27.5% stake in this liquefied natural gas facility, and it's 50% Stake, and this is Shell again, in a project to develop the fields in western Siberia and then a 50% interest in exploration uh, project that's in the northwest part of Siberia. So they're, they're moving, they're doing it, and that's a big, big move. What the Shell CEO said is we are shocked by the loss of life in the Ukraine. We deplore it resulting from a senseless act of military aggression which threatens European security. So good for them to make that statement, to take that conviction, because they should, and they and they did it. And then big tech is cracking down on Russian state media content. So you say, well, well what is that? And if you look at Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, they're all taking much tougher stances on any of that content from, again, the state media from Russia that comes out with this pressure from European officials for the big tech platforms to do something against pro-Russian propaganda. And it is, my friends, pro-Russian propaganda and address the escalating information war in the Ukraine and across the uh, the Internet. So Facebook parent Meta is going to block access to Russian news outlets RT and Sputnik across the European Union after getting requests from a number of governments and the EU to take more steps in relationship to that. So Nick Clegg, who's the company's VP of Global Affairs, tweeted that out saying that they were going to do that. Twitter announced that any link shared by a user to a Russian state media organization's website, they'll automatically receive a label warning viewers that the tweet links to a Russian state-affiliated media website. So, um, you know, there you go. YouTube said over the weekend they're blocking Russian state media within the Ukraine, including RT uh, as well. Um, so these are moves that should be made, and good, they're moves that, that uh, were made. So in the meantime, what effect does that have on our stock market? Because, you know, it's the world's biggest crap table, right? So we look at the Dow. The Dow has tumbled with the Russia threat in the uh, West, mostly lower. So it ended a big two-day win streak for the markets. Investors, of course, are worried about the crisis. They're worried about rising oil prices, broader inflation pressures, all of that. So all the major indexes, which is what the stock market is made up of, fell 3%, more than 3% during February. That's their second straight month of losses. The Dow was down about 170 points. The S&P was down 0.3%. The NASDAQ, 0.4%. And this was as the stocks settled after the trading day. And it can change, you know, after hours. And then once you jump back, of course, in the next day. But these are all signs pointing to this is what we expect to to happen because of the megalomaniac Putin and his asinine assault on the Ukraine. And I'm glad in whatever way it takes businesses, etc., people to fight back. And people are fighting back. And so many people across the world 
are heartbroken by what they're seeing in the Ukraine, and they're reaching out in any way they can, a couple of bucks, uh, trying to figure out where they can send clothes, do whatever it is that they can do to be a part of this and 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 help in, in, in whatever way possible. And I know many of you have sent me uh, emails talking about things that you've done, whether it's donating to uh, you know the UN or or what they're doing globally for the Ukraine or some other organization where you know that these badly needed kits of hygiene and food and whatever are getting into the hands of people that absolutely need them. So bravo, right? Yeah. Um, on a lighter note, I was thinking about all of you as I just made pancakes the other night. <laughs> And, you know, it was that breakfast for dinner thing. Do, do you all ever do that? It's, I think it's the best. Like, guess what? It's breakfast for dinner. So IHOP, it's a brilliant marketing thing. IHOP does National Pancake Day, and that's coming back on Tuesday. You get a free short stack of buttermilk pancakes, um, you know, when you go into to IHOP. Now, of course, it's so smart on their part, right? Because people will go in and order other things. But if you go in and order other things, you, you still get the pancakes. I don't know. I think that's pretty good. I mean, any day you can go and have a free pancake or two has to make you smile, right? It has, it's, it's got to be a good thing, right? You only get one per person. So they're not going to let you just gorge on it. But but anyway, <laughs> it, it is a pancake deal. And there are probably other places that are doing the same thing, that are having Tuesday specials or whatever. And some of that could be tied to Mardi Gras too, by the way, because yep, it is Mardi Gras time. And so that's what happens with, you know, that's what happens with Mardi Gras. All right. Um, I'm going back to the what's happening in the Ukraine, and the Ukraine has created kind of an army of civilians to hack Russian websites. So you know, we keep hearing about what are the cyber crimes or cyber security um, problems that we're going to all have because of the, what's going on with Russia invading the Ukraine. Well, the Ukrainian government has asked civilians to get involved. They they did that online, and so the Ukrainian Minister of Digital Transformation, you got to love that title, he put an all-call out this weekend asking for people with digital talents to join the IT Army. So 237,000 people responded. They joined a channel on Instant Message Service Telegram, where organizers have posted tasks encouraging members to use any vectors of cyber and DDoS attacks, period. You know, distributed denial of service. Whatever they can do to render websites unreachable by flooding them with so much traffic, they're effectively taken offline. That's what you do. You crash it. And so they've got so many people and they're targeting, um, you know, the Russian government, business, banking sites, uh, news outlets, you know, you name it, and they've got the list, and they're rolling with this, and I think it's a brilliant thing to do. I mean, there's a, the digital warfare, and, and with what's happening with Russia and what they're doing, I mean, that's the perfect way, you know, to respond. Now, of course, the Ukraine doesn't have the same kind of cybersecurity capabilities as countries like ours, the United States, or even Russia, who's invading them, but it is a growing hub for tech talent, um, I saw something in the Washington Post that the country exported $6.8 billion in IT services in 2021. That's a 36% increase from the prior year. So they were on that bar of pushing it even higher. And they definitely have people that can implement and do things to pull down Russian sites and whatnot. So uh, of everything that I've heard, 
I think that's one of the more brilliant, brilliant, brilliant uh, moves. That's, you know, that's for sure. Absolutely. So because we are like kind of out of the pandemic, can I say that? It's like an endemic now. Are we feeling good about things? People are showing up for the Mardi Gras parade happening on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, um, People are starting to book vacations to go to places where they think they're going to be they're going to be able to go and hang out. I remember it, it was all that RVs and tents and all that kind of stuff um, when we were when we were in the middle of the pandemic. I don't think I've ever hiked so much in my life just to get outside and be in different places, and it was really wonderful. I have no idea how I did it. I'd like at one point it was Robbers Cave in Oklahoma. I climbed up like the face of it, like that. Uh, if I show you, if I showed you all a picture of it, it, it was shocking. I don't know how I did it. I guess my nephew was a big help in that case, you know, in that sense. But it was it was really, really, really crazy. All right, a shout out. So you know, more people are taking vacations. So if you're going to book something, what I was going to tell you is airlines are saying they're starting to see the flow increase. So book them now so that you get that vacation. And quickly, one last thing, a big high five to Airbnb. Uh, They're offering free housing to 100,000 refugees from the Ukraine. Woohoo! That's what they're going to do. They say they're going to focus on temporary stays for people in crisis. They're partnering with resettlement agencies and nonprofits to facilitate those stays. So again, high five to Airbnb. High five to all of you too as well. Thanks for listening to this show. Make it count, everyone. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com.